everyone. Welcome to Ameribro Show. Today we are with Holly Dolan. She works for Lebanon Family Health Services in Lebanon, PA. And today we're going to be talking about an inter interesting topic. We're going to be talking about STI, um, or STIs, I guess is how you should say it, and uh, an event that they're going to be having um, coming up soon. So, uh, Holly, thank you for being on the show today. Thank you, Mari. Thank you for having me. All right. So tell me, tell me what's going on with Lebanon Family Health Services. I've been, I've been seeing that you guys have been uh, promoting this event going on in the community. Um, mm -hmm. Can you tell me a little bit more about it? Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, well, thanks for having me on. And usually twice a year, we host um, a, a sexually transmitted infection walk-in day. Where members of the community can come in um, um, all day long and uh, get tested and, if necessary, treated for, for STIs. We usually do this twice a year. Well, um, considering the COVID-19 pandemic, we've had to modify and adjust how we're going to be doing it this time around. So what I'm here is just to share with everybody is that we will be offering our free sexually transmitted infection testing and treatment day um, over four days and where folks need to make an appointment to come in just so that we're able to provide adequate social distancing, but still make this really important healthcare um, activity happen. So we will be hosting this on Monday, June 29th, Monday, July 19th, Wednesday, July 15th, and Monday, July 27th, starting at 8 a.m. through 4.30 p.m. Folks do need to call in and make an appointment so that they can get into the time slot. Uh, norm in the past, we've always been able to have folks just walk in, but in order to ensure the social distancing, we do need to have appointments. Yeah. So they call our office at, at um, area code 717-273-6741. That's awesome, that's awesome. So, um, in the past, how responsive has the community been when it comes to, to this event? Because uh, okay. I believe it's, it, it's free, right? Like there's no, okay. So how has been the community like responsive with this? Oh, excellent. In the past, we've had um, lots of people. We've had um, up to usually 180 to 200 folks okay. a day. So, but needless to say, because of uh, the COVID-19 pandemic and needing to socially distance, we just cannot have that many people in the building in one day. Mm -hmm. So that's we're spreading it out over four days this year and, and, and using yeah. appointments yeah. instead of walk-in. And uh, have you guys gotten um, people making appointments already for it? Uh, yes. To show up? Mm -hmm. awesome. Yes, we've already started making the appointments and uh, Lebanon Family Health has been providing this testing and treatment under the Pennsylvania Department of Health contract since 2008. So this is a service we've been doing for a very long time. It's just obviously this year we knew, really do need to change and modify because of the pandemic. Wow, wow. And I'm glad you guys are still um, doing it. Do you have people from previous years uh, asking for for this happening again this year? Or or, mm -hmm. or you guys saw the need like, hey, we still have to make this happen um, because it is important? Yeah, so I'm glad you mentioned that because we do know that um, getting tested on a regular basis for sexually transmitted infection is a part of standard health care. Um, and we, and the, the, the reality is we do have folks that do continue to come back. And the reality is that for the fifth consecutive year, um, diseases such as gonorrhea, chlamydia, and syphilis have gone up. And um, in the state of Pennsylvania, we've seen it increase at 4.9%, which is above the national average of mm. So we are seeing a significant increase in these diseases in the state, so which is why this service and 
testing and treatment is even more important. Yeah, yeah, no, that that that's uh, wow, that's incredible. That's really good, good to know. Now, do you guys provide like educational content within the time that people come in and get uh, tested? Yeah, absolutely. That's a really good question, and we do know that. Um, one in two sexually active people contracts an STI before the age of 25. So we see that this obviously is an issue for a very young population. So we're doing education all the time, all year round. Uh, we have programs that go into schools. We do education with all of our patients and clients daily in the clinic all the time. Uh, but as part of this event, so the, the walk-in day that we always do, we do, we're providing education through the entire day as well. And folks mm. are leaving packets of information um, to take home with them too. So yes, education is a huge part of what we do, not just even on this event, but all year long. That's, well, uh, that, I'm so happy that that's happening in Lebanon. And how did that get started? Uh, what was the, 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 the driving force within the city that you guys said, we need to, to have this happening here for the community? Was there something or just you simply saw the statistics and said like, okay, we have to have that happening in Lebanon? Yeah, as we know that it is an issue, of course, nationwide, but yes, and then we are seeing it, of course, in our own community. We unfortunately have seen an increase in HIV rates in recent years. Um, to explain that, we're, we can't really say for sure. Uh, we do know there has been an increase in an opioid epidemic. Maybe that's part of it. And also just attitudes have changed since the advent of the AIDS epidemic in the 80s, where folks may not see it as much of a threat as they used to in the 80s, which of course is not true. Um, but, you know, it, it, mindsets have changed through the years for that. Yeah. So can you walk me in through what um, this day, for example, I'd say I, I'm, I'm going to be one of the people going uh, how does the how does that process of getting tested and then whatever else that happens after that how does that process look like for somebody especially now that it's going to be a little bit different that's a great question um when folks come to visit um we do we do sign everybody in and chlamydia and gonorrhea testing occurs through urine samples and hiv and syphilis testing is completed through a blood test um, and then all specimens are sent to um, the Centers for Disease Detection and the results are received within one week. All patients who with a positive test results are called and encouraged to return to the clinic with their partner for treatment. Um, and of course, most treatments are free of charge. So when you come in, that's what you would be sent for urine and blood tests. Um, and then you would see well, with a health professional one-on-one. -on -one. Wow, that's awesome. Um, now the 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 thing that I'm I'm curious to know how does um, COVID nineteen correlates to potentially affecting people who have STIs? Um, you know, like do, do, is somebody who has STIs uh, more vulnerable uh, when it comes to getting COVID and then, you know, potentially getting really sick due to COVID or, or is it like, it doesn't really correlate? Uh, Cause I'm curious to know, being your, your immune system is somehow compromised if you have, you know, an STI. That's a really good question, Amari. Um, I don't really have any specific data to speak to that, but yeah. we do know that, um, you know, folks with a, um, 
a suppressed immune system are more susceptible to COVID. And so if you have multiple, especially then if somebody is HIV positive, the, the, the virus that causes AIDS. Yeah. So there's obviously a co direct correlation there. Regarding the other STIs, I'm not sure the data is available yet for that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, now, you know, it, when people go in, I, I imagine this is a um, private process. You're, you, if you go in, it's not like this information is going to be disclosed. Um, okay. Yeah, our services, our testing is always free and confidential. And as, as mentioned before, we have a, a contract with the Pennsylvania Department of Health to do this service in our community. Yeah. How many, how many people uh, are you guys, ex not more than expecting, how many people are you guys um, going to, or are expecting to um, have going, or, you know, going to your um, offices and getting tested? Is there like a limit on, on the amount of people that you're gonna have, uh, you're gonna be receiving? No, I, I guess I had mentioned, um, um, when we used to do it in a one-day shot, like pre-COVID-19, we used to get about 180 to 200 people in that one day. However, we do test, offer the service year-round, any day. But we're um, during our our special STI walk-in days that we do twice a year, which obviously we're modifying right now for COVID-19. Yeah. This the big a big attraction for this is because we do offer folks that participate in this a $25 gift card. So often yeah. this. Is Traction for folks to come and encourage them to come and, and do this service because we know it's part of routine healthcare and it, we're able to detect diseases that a lot of folks don't even realize are there. Mm. And that's, that's kind of important. We talk about sexually transmitted infections. Many uh, STIs are what we call asymptomatic, mm. uh, don't present a symptom. So they could be, you know, walking around with this disease and not realize they have it and be transmitting it to other people, which mm. is why we do this twice a year is to try to capture some of those infections that could be out there that folks really don't realize they have. And then another reason, important part of being able to catch these asymptomatic infections, not only from spreading it from one person to the next, is that we also do know these infections do cause long-term damage to the reproductive organs in both males and females. Mm. Uh, and as I mentioned uh, earlier, this, uh, these conditions uh, target younger populations. Um, a half of all folks under the age of 25 at some point are going to have an STI. If you don't catch it and treat it, it could have long-term damage on your reproductive organs and then uh -oh. say, you want to have babies someday, they're, they're infertile because they didn't know they had this disease damaging their reproductive organs. So this is another reason why folks should want to know their disease state and it's part of routine health care. Yeah. Um, I, I'm intrigued to know you know, what are some of the uh, stigmas that you guys have seen uh, with people maybe being hesitant to getting tested? Because uh, I'm pretty sure there are probably some, you know, there's a, like some type of uh, stigma around, you know, going and getting tested. And, and what will be the response uh, that you guys may give somebody who is not completely confident on, you know, how that may look on them or you know whatever else that could come up um in that conversation yeah and and unfortunately this month there is, there is a big can be a stigma on this because we know but however we do know stis affect people of all ages backgrounds and walks of life it is part of routine health care um one 
uh, um, one in every two sexually active people will get an STI by the time they're 25, and often because there is a stigma that we don't talk about this and we don't talk about sex in general. Um, so we're not doing things that are needed to protect ourselves. And come back to your point about education, that during this day, we often spend a lot of time talking to folks about how to protect themselves from future um, infections as well. So that we're, you know, we're this, is, this is about prevention. Mm. I'm glad, yeah, I, I was gonna ask you that, like, um, how do you guys include the pre prevention side of, you know, mm -hmm. making sure that people are taking the the right message uh, measures to take care of, take care of themselves uh, and others because it's not only about you know that's one of the things sometimes like you know take care of yourself but reality is you're also taking care of somebody else when you do that you know yeah. so sometimes we miss that but but I'm so happy that you guys um, are doing that now for example uh, going in that same route do you guys have like a, a way that people who are interested in learning more and don't really know where to go. Do you guys, before COVID was happening, do you have, do you guys have some type of open doors so that people could come in and kind of like sit down and say, hey, I'm curious to know about this specific topic. What are your answers? Um, is, is, was that something you guys did before or, or, or not really? Yeah, absolutely. Education is a big part of our mission. Um, we are open. All during business hours, anybody could come in and talk to either um, a nurse practitioner um, or any of our other staff about um, any of these issues. We're always open for education all the time. Um, and then speaking of education, this is obviously getting off of STI day, our walk-in days. Um, we go out in the community and do prevention um, education all the time. We do a curriculum called Making Proud Choices. It's um, an education curriculum targeted at youth between the ages of 11 and 18, that we are out in the community um, doing this curriculum. It's an evidence-based curriculum yeah. with um, young people as well. So we are all about prevention because the idea is if we start talking about these things, the infection rates actually go down when we start are able to have these difficult conversations. That's awesome. Uh, that's, that's awesome. Um, I saw that you guys are doing it in Spanish too. Like you have a flag in mm -hmm. Spanish. Tell me yes. about that. Yes, we have bilingual staff um, on site that will that we do this all the time, whether we do it in the one day thing or the, over the four days, we always have bilingual staff on site to service um, our Hispanic population as well. Yeah, and um, I, I was happy to see that because it shows that you guys care to serve pretty much everyone within the community um and have give access to people who need that type of um you know information available to them um how has been the response with within the hispanic population when it comes to to getting tested um i'm one i wonder myself um quite a bit i mean we actually when we um have folks come in i would say this is a little bit of a guess off the top of my head yeah. roughly a third of the folks that come in, I would say, are Spanish speaking. Um, wow. so we do have Spanish speaking staff and volunteers. Um, another thing I want to mention about our STI walk in days, which we will be doing even with this modified program, is as we mentioned, STIs is about everyday health and is part of every um, general health care. So when folks come to visit us, we don't even just talk to them about STIs, we talk to them about a whole lot of other health conditions that are really important to our community. 
For example, we do screenings for um, diabetes. Uh, while people are there, we, we do but di a diabetes screenings to see if they qualify for our um, diabetes prevention program that we also offer. So we then are able to uh, refer folks to our uh, type 2 diabetes prevention program. If folks are actually diabetic, we will refer them to WellSpan to some of the education programs they have over there. So I kind of want to also mention we are going to be starting one of our type 2 diabetes prevention programs in July, on July 28th at 515. It's a, a program to help folks that are at risk of acquiring diabetes to um, try to re reverse the effects and reverse their, their risk of diabetes. So when folks come to our STI day, we do this screening tool with them to see if they are at risk of diabetes. So these are things we do. And also while folks are there, we do another program called Save by the Scan. This is a lung health program where we um, assess folks to see if they're at risk for lung cancer. And if they are smokers, we refer them to our Freedom from Smoking program which we also have starting in July as well. We're gonna be having uh, three classes for our Freedom From Smoking class starting in July, on two on July 15th at 11 a.m. and 5.30. And then we're offering a Spanish class, which will actually be starting late June. Um, so that's the other kind of the purpose of our program to get folks not just to come in and get, and get tested for sexually transmitted infections, but to also talk about a lot of other risk factors for different health conditions, such as lung health and diabetes, and then be able to refer uh, people to needed services. Wow! And so that is that. This is the first time that you guys are doing that, or has that been done before? We always do that. That's always part of STI walk-in days, where we are able to talk to people because they're there for quite you know some time waiting to for, to get their testing. They're there we're able to talk to everybody one-on-one -on -one and, and really have a, a detailed conversation about risk factors for diabetes, for lung cancer, and be able to refer them to some of the other programs we offer as well while they're there getting tested for STI. So we see it as an opportunity to look at health as a very broad, big picture and mm -hmm. different risk factors folks in our community might have and, and, and get them to needed services. Well, um, I, Dang it, I wish I had done a podcast with you guys before about this. I feel so bad. I, I wish I knew. But I, so how many hours usually does it take for um, when, you, when someone goes and, and, you know, it's getting tested and then getting all this information? Is, is this like a couple of hours type of deal or how does it work? Yeah, that's a really good question because often it's dependent on how crowded we are. Um, but this year is going to be a lot different. Um, so in the past, like if it's been real crowded, people could be here a couple hours. Um, and, but then um, some, sometimes when they came, they could have been here 30 minutes. This time, because of COVID-19, and we're going to have to spread everybody out, we anticipate people could probably get in relatively quickly. This is, I guess, 30-ish minutes just to, by the time you come in, get uh, tested. And, and Yeah. Because yeah, um, we'll be spread out. We won't have lots of people in the building. Yeah, that makes sense. When people go, are they going to be required to, um, uh, I'm, I'm guessing yes, but I want to still ask, like wear masks, uh, come already with masks and everything? Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Thanks for mentioning yeah, that. Yeah. Yes, yes, it is a requirement. Um, we follow CD, we follow the CDC guidelines for COVID-19. So it is a requirement that everybody coming in the building does wear a mask. We encourage vigorous hand washing. 
We sanitize all the rooms, uh, exam rooms down after every patient leaves. Um, and, and then again, of course, with the social distancing, which is why we are doing this program by appointment this time. So they will naturally become socially distanced because we'll have staggered, staggered appointments. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I can, I see on the flyer that you send me that um, the, the times are from 8 to 11.30 and then from 11 to, sorry, from 1 to 4.30 p.m. Um, so how often are each, like, are each um, appointments separate, or not how often, but how, how much time are there between appointments? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> I don't do the scheduling, but I imagine it's going to be about 15 to 30 minutes. We'll be scheduling okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Because that's then going to be enough time to have each patient go. And and how many how many people are going to be allowed? Because I guess sometimes people go together, maybe, uh, like maybe family or or somebody like a family member is you know, like just being there for we to support them or just be there. Um, is it going to be where it's just one person allowed to go in and do all the process and then go out or? Or is it gonna be like if I go, I don't know, if I go with my with my friend who who wants me to go with him or her? Um, okay. How does that work? Yeah, that's a good question. It is standard practice due to because of confidentiality that we take the the patient on their own. Gotcha. However, if the patient says, "Hey, I want my mom or my friend to be with me," then that we would of course respect the patient's wishes, okay. uh, but. Uh, naturally, for confidentiality, the first office always patient alone. Yeah. yeah, that makes total sense. Um, is there is there any question that you feel that I should be asking, but if for whatever reason I, I haven't asked? Uh, I'm intrigued because I'm pretty sure there might be uh, some more information that you wish to share. Um, I think we've hit pretty much everything but just i think it's really important to mention to mention that folks do need to call for an appointment yeah i know that um the, we've had a lot of we do have people that come you know annually which is what you should be doing with this, this um testing that have come annually and so they're probably used to just being able to walk in so we want to remind them that because of covid 19 we really we have to have appointments so they can call our number at 717-273-6741 and schedule their Awesome, awesome. All right. Well, I think I think this was pretty good, and and a lot of information was provided so that um, everybody in the community who's gonna be listening to this, you guys already know what to do if you um, feel that this is something that um, you need to do. I will encourage everyone to to make sure that this is something you look into and make an appointment uh, if you feel like you definitely wanna. Uh, get tested and get all the information that is going to be provided. So, um, anything else you would like to add before we are over? I guess I just want to remind folks on the dates, and the dates are a Monday, June 29th, Monday, July 13th, Wednesday, July 15th, and Monday, July 27th. And that everybody that participates in this special STI, these special STI clinics, will receive a $20 gift. And where is it? Where is the twenty dollar twenty dollar gift card from? Walmart. Awesome, awesome. All right, thank you. Well, thank you, Holly. I appreciate your time. Uh, and again, guys, uh, make sure that you call if you're gonna be joining this 
Uh, if you have any questions, uh, make sure that you call the phone number that Holly provided uh, in this podcast. And um, we appreciate your time. Peace.